another episode of Stoke Meter. And we are honored to have Rodney Smith Jr. with us this morning. It's what an amazing guy. Rodney, how you doing, man? I'm doing right, fellas. How about yourself? It's a beautiful day here. <laughs> We're doing good, but man, you're already off and running. I'm looking at your van and you have some you have some lawnmowers back there, the whole bit. It's a it's a beautiful sight. Thank and, you, thank you. Yeah. Well, for those of you that might not know uh, Rodney, this this man is making an amazing difference. Uh, he he runs an organization called Raising Men and Women Lawn Care Service. Now, I, I, lawn care services. When I remember doing lawns when I was younger, heck, I just did mine the other day, and it's, yeah. it's no right. It's no easy task, but uh, you you do it with a very special twist. I'm yes. just wondering if you wouldn't mind telling us what what you folks are all about. Yeah, so we're a small nonprofit based in Huntsville, Alabama. And we have kids nationwide that are taking part in our program that we call the 50-yard challenge. And you know, the whole organization we mow free loan for the elderly, disabled, single parents, and veterans. And that what that's what entails in our 50-yard challenge. Kids, wherever they are in the United States or even worldwide, they can go out and mow. 50 free loans in their community for the elderly, disabled, single parents, veterans, and even first responders and active duty military. And if they do this, you know, they they accept the challenge. They make a sign saying, I accept the 50-yard challenge. And in return, we send them a white raising men or raising women's T-shirt along with safety glasses and air protection. Um, every 10 loans they mow, they got a new color T-shirt. So it's like the karate system. So they start with a white T-shirt. Then once they mow 10, they get an orange. Once they mow 30, a blue. No. Yeah, 30 of blue, 20 is a green, 30 is a blue, 40 is red, and 50 is black. And once they reach 50, I drive to them and present them a brand new mower, weed eater, and blower for completing this 50 yard challenge. You hold you, so you actually go to them and do yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> you have them in you have them in all 50 states, right? Yes, sir. Oh my goodness. I didn't realize it was to that extent. <laughs> that just blows my mind. <laughs> well, how did, how did you get this going, Ronnie? Yeah, like, that, that, that's like dying <laughs> over here. Like, this is such a great idea, and it's so impactful. I have to say, I I came across a a, a picture. I can't remember what social media mm-hmm. feed it was, and it was it was you with an elderly lady, and apparently she was kind of being shaken down by yeah. some some people to you know to do her yard and and that type of stuff. I don't think people understand what a big deal it is that you're doing, not even just for the, the kids, but man, what a win-win for the, the people that you guys are helping out too. How did they get started, man? Take us back. Yeah. So back in 2015, I was in college at the time, my senior year of college and I was leaving school one day and I came across this elderly man outside mowing his lawn and it looked like he was struggling. So uh, I pulled over and helped him out. And then I, I just decided I'll start mowing free lawns for the elderly disabled single parents and veterans in Huntsville, Alabama. Um, with me being in college and senior year, I thought I could move 40 loans by the end of winter. So I challenged myself to move 40 free loans, but I moved 40 free loans so quick that I might go to 100. Then a month and a half later, I reached my 100th loan. And that's when, you know, the idea of the organization came about and it's been officially founded since January 2016. Wow. wow. And out of, you know, I know there's so many things that are, that are truly inspirational. I'm just wondering what are some of the, what are some of the uh, 
feelings, I guess, that, that those that you've served have had. Uh, just looking at the stories, you could, you could tell the impact on the kids, but how about the people that they're serving? Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's, it means a lot to them because, you know, in a lot of cities, I'm not sure if you guys know, I know this happens in Texas in some parts. There are people that go around and, and measure your lawn, and if there's a certain height, oh, they wow. do a stick, a measuring stick, there's a certain height, you know, they, they can find, they find you, and they give you these fines that you really can't afford. So when we could come over free, you know, that now frees that person up and they can use the extra money for food and medication and, and stuff they really need. Because most of the people that we help, you know, are mainly elderly, the veterans, and those fixed incomes. Yeah. So, you know, having this free loan care service, frees them up and they can use their extra funds for things they really need. Well, I'll, I'll take that a little step further because I know you're, you're politically uh, dancing around the uh, homeowners associations that are in uh, American communities. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if people realize, but those, those fines can actually add up to the point that you can lose your house. Yeah. Like, there is a lot of power behind some of the, you know, these HOA associations. I mean, there, there's some good intent, but they can also be taken and, and do some real harm. So, so I just want to, I want to kind of emphasize that because I mean, you're, you're not only helping them, you know, avoid a small fine or something like that. You're also taking away the stress of potentially losing their property. Am I right? Yeah, yeah that's true. I, I never really thought about that, but yeah, that, 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 that's the point. There's a, there are a lot of, um, homeowners associations like that, you know, that, you know, they, they give you hefty fines and already the people can't afford it and then just build up and build up. Wow. You know, I never even took it, look at it, looked at it from that slant. I think a lot of times people are inhibited from doing something like you're doing because they don't know if it's really going to have an impact. And this is a simple thing like mowing a lawn, but that simple thing is leading into some amazing um, chain of events that help that help uh, everyone around. Just looking at the the happiness that some of the the folks that you folks have helped um, mm-hmm. has has been one of the highlights of the past week. I have been studying some of the things that you've been doing, and just I can't help but have the smile on my face. But also the youth that you yep. have recruited and they have accepted the challenge. How many youth do you have now that are out there? It's, it's over 3,500 kids nationwide. And then got kids. <laughs> you know, awesome. 3,500 kids nationwide. No, 3,500, 3,500. 3, oh my goodness. Okay. Okay. Wait a minute. Well, I got, I got to do this. This The, the, the math here. 3,500 kids. Okay. They've mowed 175,000 lawns, man. <laughs> Once they've done the challenge, yeah? Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, they all completed. So right now, that's how much we have in, in the, the program. You know? And then they do it at their own pace. So there's some kids there's some kids from, like, when we first started, you know, or a few years after, you know, that, that are still doing the challenge because, you know, they take their own time and life happens, you know. And right. these kids get around by their parents. So when... The parents have free time. They take them out and do these loans. And then some kids, you know, there's some kids that start and then you never hear from them again because, you know, life happens. I mean, right. Life happens. You think everyone goes through something. So, but yeah, if all those kids finish, it'll be like a hundred some thousand loans move for free. And yeah. That's so cool. That is. Hey, I, have a, I have a question too. I just, I just don't know um, if you've seen this or not, but it seems when you can connect generations to each other, <laughs> 
there's some real cool things that can happen. Do you, do you have any, do you have a story or something that stands out where it's not just the benefit of mowing the lawn, but it's also getting a kid and connecting them to, a, to, you know, say an elderly person or, or a firefighter or someone else where you've kind of seen what I call unintended benefits. Is there anything <laughs> where you've seen that happen? Just like this kid named Wesley, he lives in Michigan, you know, most of the people that he moves for are veterans and he, he built those friendships with these veterans and he gets to sit down and hear these stories that they went through firsthand and, you know, just built those strong relationships just from, you know, stopping by one day saying, I, I like to mow your lawn for free. And, and some, some of them even sadly have passed away and, you know, and that really affected him, you know. Wow. But yeah, I mean, kids are meeting all types of people and, and we require kids to go out and find their lawns. You know, we, I can't, I can't say, oh, go to a, Blackfoot, Idaho, we have someone, I mean, people reach out and say, oh, we need help. But we require kids to find their own lawns because that gets them out there and speaking to their neighbors and meeting people they probably normally wouldn't have met. So I think that's another important thing as well. Wow. The, the fact that you just said Blackfoot, Idaho made you this high my hero list. <laughs> that's where you're from? Yeah, no, that's, that's on the other side of the state, but only a few people know about that. That's I mean, great. We had a few kids in Blackfoot to finish. I mean, about five or six kids finished in Blackfoot. Wow. That's amazing. No, well, so talking about generational impact, there's another thing too. How about family impact? You have a kid that wants to go do it. And that, uh, obviously a number of them probably don't have cars or they can't even drive. How's that impacted families that well, get I mean, involved? It, you, you hear, oh, I got to spend a lot. First, you know, a lot of people don't realize it, it takes a lot to, you know, drive the kid. Like one parent yesterday said, it takes a lot. To, I didn't know it was going to be this much. Got to drive them and take them to the lawn. It's a lot. But at the same time, you're hearing stories about um, grandparents taking their kids out. They're spending that quality time excuse me, with their grandkids. Excuse me. And probably time they probably normally wouldn't have had together. Yeah, yeah, and that's amazing. It says some, you need some water there. <laughs> well, you're on the East Coast right there, but how many how many lawns have you already mowed today? Oh, just two. Just two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Well, yeah. and I understand that you you also um, grew up in Bermuda, if I remember correctly, right? <laughs> and what I, what I loved about the story is that you saw there was only, I, I didn't realize there were only 56,000 people in Bermuda. It's something to that ex extent. Right. And um, oh, 6, yeah, so it was a, it was a very small population. I, I had no idea it was that small. And you had mentioned the impact that you had, that uh, it had on you to see others in need and you just helped them. Uh, mm -hmm. There was, there's no, uh, there, there was no ulterior motive, right? You just, you just helped them. Yeah. Uh, when, when you started this campaign, what was it like when you first approached somebody? And go, hey, can I, can I mow your lawn? <laughs> it's, it, that's always an, an an interesting thing. What, like, what's your angle, man? What, how, what was that yeah, like? At first, you know, when you first started the organization, people didn't believe it was for free, so it took a little time to get people to understand it was for free. Um, yeah. 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 But now just hit us up and never need, need the lawn load. So we don't have to go through that no more. But yeah. yeah. yeah it's been, been a journey. Yeah. 
what I love about what, what you're doing, and Gary, this is <laughs> I'm looking at Gary over here because I love how you just you go straight to the point, man. This is it's great. There's no there's no second guessing where you're going with this. I love it. Well, with that too, how many <laughs> how many people have reached out to you to also help in the organ? It is a nonprofit, and yes. that's not an easy thing to maintain. Uh, but what are who are some of the people that have helped you along the journey here? And it's been a few people, but you know, like most recently, a gentleman by the name of Neil Hawk. Mm-hmm. He just started following me on Twitter one day, and <laughs> just that one thing I realized: you never knew who's, who's in the audience watching. And um, yeah, so he 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 saw me about to go deliver some lawns, lawnmowers to a kid. And at, the, at that point, I had a little, like a small SUV. I just put my lawnmowers in. So it could fit about three three lawnmowers in there and weed eaters and blowers. And he just made a comment, oh, it looks like you need a bigger van or a bigger vehicle. I, I, I mean, I didn't think nothing of it. Um, yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, he said, okay, well, look, um, send me a message. I'm, I'm going to look into it. That kind of message. Okay, yeah, all right. And then... uh. Yeah, we, we gave him a call or whatever, and I didn't expect to hear from him, you know. He said, oh, next day he called me. Yeah, so I got a buddy of mine. He got this uh this uh 13-foot, I mean, 13-seater cargo van. You could take out the seats, and, yeah, it could probably fit about 20, 15 lawnmowers in there. Um, Yeah, I'm, I'm going to buy it today. It's about $29,000. And, um, yeah, so you can just fly up to Missouri, just where he was at the time, meet, meet me at the airport, drop a few days later, I flew up to Missouri. Him and his wife um, met me at the airport with a brand new van, um, signed for the organization, and I just drove it home. You know, so just I mean, generous people just just never know who's in the audience, and and and, and social media is a very powerful tool because yeah. people support you, and without their support, you know, all this wouldn't be possible. So you know, very grateful for Mr. Hawk and, and many others that just donate to the organization, and, and all the lawnmowers we give to the kids. You know, they. Um, come from an Amazon wish list and we have we have lawnmowers, weed eaters and blowers on there. People can purchase the ship to my house. I take them to a storage room and every time a kid completes the 50 yard challenge, I load the van up. But you know, it, it takes people to support it and to make it possible. So I'm very grateful for that. I'm excited because, you know, social media gets a bad rap these days for a lot of really good reasons, <laughs> but <laughs> it can also do a lot of good. And so that's why it's, it's, I don't know. I'm so excited to see where, you know, its forces are being used for good. You know yep. what I mean? And it's really helping to expand what you're doing because, you know, if you were, if you were trying to do this even 10, 15 years ago, it Good. wouldn't, it would even be possible. You wouldn't yeah, have the exposure. Yeah. The exposure to impact contacting kids. I mean, you hear on the news, but by the time they contact you, that news story probably ran about three, four weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> Well, even just even just the impact that that simple photo had on me was was significant. You know what I mean? That, that, photo, that photo is from 2016, but it goes viral every year, and every year it goes viral. You know, people reach out and support, and it goes probably viral a few times a year. And then once it goes viral, people see it, then people donate. So we're very grateful for that. You know, because up oh, it, oh, it's going viral. That's the first time I'm <laughs> this year, just recently. And but yeah. Three times a year, it goes it goes viral. It blows up, huh? That's awesome. That's fantastic. It is fantastic. Well, we we talked about how many. Well, you're all in all fifty states. How many countries are you in right now? 
Uh, just kids in eight other different countries. So Canada, Bermuda, England, Australia, Germany, Japan, Sweden, South Africa. Somewhere else. And this it started in 20. What, what's blowing my mind? This just started in 2016. We've been around for over 10 years, man. It's just the impact that you had in, in that short amount of time is it just blows my mind. And again, when I look at how many people that you're affecting, not only the people being served, but it says to your point, raising men and women lawn care service. You're raising, you're helping raise another generation of people that are are kids that are really going to make a great impact. Um, may, maybe it hasn't hit them yet, but accepting that challenge, just looking at some of some of the follow-up videos too of mm-hmm. what these kids have done in relation to this is it's really impactful, man. It's it really is. Impactful. It is. Wow. So what, what do you see going into the future? I know that's a dorky question, but what, what, what does this look like in the next couple of years? I just continue to grow the 50 yard challenge and you know, eventually start chapters of the organization. Cause you know, it's a service needed everywhere. So you know, start, start chapters, you know, get, get adults involved eventually and just grow it, you know? Wow. And get some government funding eventually, you know, cause you know, if, gov- if you get a government funding, you could do a lot more and, and you can reach out to more kids and stuff like that. Okay. And what's the best way that others could get involved in starting chapters? Oh, we don't know. We don't have no, uh, no chapters available right now, but in the near future, it's something that we want to do. And it's not just moving. We also include raking leaves, snow shoveling, picking up trash. So it's a year round thing and, you know, okay. kids can do, do whatever they please. Oh, sweet. Yeah. I never, Man, I never even thought about that. Yeah, it is only a seasonal thing that the lawns are going. So you're, there's other people. You're doing other things like uh, I, I heard you heard you saying about the trashing. What other things that uh, do they do throughout the year when the lawns aren't in full full bloom? Yeah, so they pick up trash. They can, you know, when it snows, they can do that. Snow shoveling. They can rake leaves. So those are the other three things. Oh man. I have to ask, Rodney, <clears throat> part of what you're doing, I think where the power lies is that you're creating, you're creating mentors for these kids. Mm-hmm. And you're also, you know, every t- we also know, we've seen through all our additional podcasts that the power of mentorship is, is incredible because it's, it's not just a one-way street. Like both parties benefit from that relationship. Yeah. I have to kind of ask, who, who has been, who, who, who have you looked up to in your life? Who's your mentor? Who's made Rodney this guy that is like full force, hundred miles an hour, get stuff done. Cause that doesn't happen on its own. I know that you had some, um, you know, kind of where you were raised, how you were raised, but who are the people that made you who you are? Well, you know, my, my parents, you know, there's many different mentors and teachers I've met throughout my life. And another thing is I, I watch a lot of motivational videos, you know, like mm-hmm. Eric Thomas, um, Inky Johnson, different guys on YouTube, um, Les Brown, and just listen to them, you know, remember just listen to some of the videos over and over, just instilling that, you know, that, but yeah, just this is a motivational video. Sometimes it just gives you that, oh, that thing you need just to go, that they become very powerful and they will stick with you. Another guy, um, what's his name? Gary Vaynerchuk. Oh, Vaynerchuk, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, one time he said a quote so simple. 
someone asks him something, Gary, what's the best part? He says, these five, one day you will die. That's all you need to hear. <laughs> it sounds crazy, but one day you will die. And and some gonna be laying in bed and I like one day it's gonna be it's gonna be over. We can't do nothing more. Nothing yeah. more. One day you will die. That's all I need here. Go on. Just just go ahead and do it. Don't yeah. don't wait. Just do it. One day you will die. And, and it'll be over. So yeah. Yeah. Just, I mean, the- you you just brought up we just interviewed another individual that that uh left the nfl to start a farm mm-hmm. and he said that the there's another three three it's a three letter three letter acronym nfl he said not for long <laughs> and, and it goes right in right into what you're saying and, and you're making a difference such a difference on a day-to-day basis the sense of purpose is amazing uh, and that's that's what really ne- when Gary first told told me about you, I was I was uh, very curious and just I, I'm I'm jealous because of that sense of purpose that you you bring to the table and you bring to the table of everyone else and you make it fun too. There's a video of you racing this kid <laughs> with a, with a lawnmower and you make it fun and yep. just it's it's a it's a it's a coach. I. Uh, I'm looking for ways to make it fun all the time. And you're making it fun in the way that makes it impactful. I can't thank you enough for that, man. Gosh. You, man. <laughs> yeah. But how, how can we help you? Oh, yeah. Spread the word. I mean, that's, that's the most important thing. Cause you, you just never know who, who might feel inspired by it. And might want to help out in some way, you know, but yeah, just spread the word and, and encourage more kids. You know, that, that's the big thing. Yeah. It was as far as getting the, uh, you said you had like an Amazon. Yeah. So um, when I, we have an Amazon wish list and we have an Walmart wish list with just like the lawn equipment and safety glasses and stuff and people can purchase and they're sent to us. And um, yeah. So that's how we get the lawnmowers to the kids and stuff. And that's under Raising Men and Women Lawn Care Service? Yeah. So our website, we are raising men.com or raising men and women.com or we are raising women.com. It all goes to the same link. And okay. then on the donation donation page has different ways that people can donate and stuff like that. Awesome. I'll make sure that that ends up in the introduction of, of, of your podcast when it goes out, because this okay. is what an, I mean, when I think of the word noble, this is a very noble cause. Uh, you're you're raising the next generation of just amazing individuals, um, and just just the way that you're doing it, they get lack of a better word, they get stoked to get into this, right? Whether yeah. it's whether they complete all fifty yards or not, at least they are doing one or two, and that's yep. still impactful, man. Well, yeah, and, the, and we've already touched on this so many times, but man, I just have to emphasize it's just like you're hitting good from so many angles. Like I said, like the, the recipients benefit, the kids benefit, the parents benefit, the, the kids are going to lose skills that, or learn skills that they can take for the rest of their life. It's going to affect their kids. They're, I mean, it's, it's just amazing to me, like how many angles of positivity this, what you're doing hits on. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's just yeah. awesome, man. And that, that's one thing I like before this podcast earlier, I, I was thinking about purpose, you know, um, how I can, when I came across the elderly man, you know, imagine how many people drove past. Oh, I wish I could help him. You know, I wish I could help him. 
but it just took me to pull over and help. And that one smart kindness will change my life forever. So while we all driving on this road called life every day and something's going to touch us and take us down our purpose path, you know? And for me, that was my purpose path. And it was the elderly man. And ever since then, that moment. So well, but, I, but, but, we all have that purpose. I mean, we're all here for a reason. It has to be a reason we're all here. And if we all can find that purpose for the greater good, you know? Yeah. Well, I, I think it's also helping us get out of our own way in a lot of ways. Because, I mean, in my lifetime... It was very normal for me to pull over and help someone change their tire. It was very easy for me to pull over and, and help them, you know, go get some gas or whatever. But it seems like in this day and age, everyone's afraid. Everyone's afraid to reach out. Everyone's afraid to help or pull over because I might get mugged. I might get shot, which, yeah. you know what I mean? Very different in this, this, this day and age. is 10 years ago, 20 years. I mean, just different. And, and now yeah. up, so much going on, like, last two years have been coronavirus just changed the whole way we live. I mean, it just, just like that, just the whole life changed yeah. like that. Stuck down the whole country. I mean, man, we never seen nothing like that. Mm. But yeah, the world is just different these days compared to a few years ago. Yeah, so anything that we can do to, to bring ourselves together. I mean, we are a communal species and the impact of bringing people together can't be minimized. Yep. So, good on you, Rodney. I gotta <laughs> just say, Rodney, the the thing, the things that you're just saying about the purpose path. I mean, Gary highlighted there's there's different fears and such of helping anyone right now, but the fact that you just did it, I think that just says it all, man. And uh, it's it's an amazing thing that you do. So you. yeah, at any time that uh, we can help we will be more than happy to highlight anyone that you have. If they, okay. you know, we just, especially out in Blackfoot, Idaho and <laughs> wherever they might be, but please feel free to, to use us as a medium to, to highlight okay. those stories, man. All right. Yeah. Uh, you're the man. What I know you're a busy, busy man. We don't want to keep you uh, that long, but what, thank you for what you do. Uh, it's, okay. It ins- it's inspiring and it's it's uh, it's impactful across the long term. And so, thank you. 